Just a minute. I'm coming. FBI, open up! Just a minute. Hello, everybody. This is Legal Man. Welcome to the show. This is going to be a good episode. I'm going to talk about the Bill Cosby case because I, I posted about it and I was really surprised actually the kinds of responses I got. So many people I thought were rational accounts and they they were upset about this outcome. And man, I mean, I posted the case, I just obviously didn't read it or they just couldn't comprehend what they were saying. So I wanted to make a show about it. And for people who don't know me, I'm a lawyer, practiced for more than 30 years. I'm America's most trusted and beloved lawyer for a lot of reasons. And I'm a self-certified master practitioner. I gave myself that award almost 20 years ago. And what I specialize in is telling people the truth that really pisses them off. (laughs) So I'm going to try a little bit of that in this show here. So let's go ahead and get the show going. So I decided I was going to do a show about this Cosby case since he's gotten released and everybody's all up in arms and everybody thinks the justice system didn't work. or I read the opinion and I looked at the dissents. The dissents are pretty short. The opinion is 79 pages. I think it's pretty well written. It makes a lot of good points. And anyone who's interested in it, I think you'd actually benefit from reading it. I've attached it. Maybe not read the whole thing, but read through a lot of it, kind of get some of the facts, understand a little of the background. Because originally I was going to do like a long show and really try to go through it. And I've just decided I don't think that's that helpful. The details are somewhat important, but I I don't know. I go back and forth on it. Obviously, I, I go through statutes and things like that a lot of times. I just don't think going through a 79-page opinion is going to help. I really don't. I want to give people an idea of why I think it was just such... I was pretty shocked at how badly abused the guy was. Whether or not he's guilty or not doesn't matter to me as a lawyer or as a person, honestly. Um, We're never going to get justice in this world. But let me make sure that every people understand that I'm not in favor of anybody abusing women. (laughs) That's absurd. People don't, they don't seem to be able to separate out the idea that maybe he's a real piece of crap. I don't know. Maybe he is. Certainly these people in Hollywood tend to be. He's a big star. They could be covering up for him. He could be an abuser being enabled. He could be a guy who's just being targeted by a bunch of women who want free shit. I have no idea. I have no firsthand knowledge of any of it. If I had to just guess, if you put a gun to my cat's head and said, which is it, I'd say, eh, probably not a great guy. It's just that it's very, very difficult to rise in the levels that he rose to uh, without being a questionable, compromised human being. And even if he might have started, you know, when he was 20 years old being fine, I just think living the life he did as such a fantastically huge star, I think it's really, really hard to get through life and remain normal when you are Bill Cosby. I just, you know, everywhere you go, everything you do, everything's at your beck and call. I just think it probably distorts the shit out of people's minds over time. And so... I don't want to have to every single time do a kind of Seinfeldian, not that there's anything wrong with it kind of uh, comment. Whatever the guy did, if anything, um, it doesn't matter to the analysis because the so-called rights we have 
are supposed to apply in situations where they're uncomfortable. If the rights aren't there to step in when people are uncomfortable, then the rights are useless. These rights under the Fifth Amendment, the Fourth Amendment, and all these different kinds of things, searches and seizures, and the right to not incriminate yourself and not testify, those things are all there to protect people who people don't like. <laughs> if everybody loves them and they don't think he did anything wrong, then there's nothing you need to worry about because they're never going to get convicted anyway, and you may not be targeted. No different than the First Amendment. We don't need protection against government shutting down speech that everybody wants to hear and that it's bringing good news and is non-threatening. It's the same way with rights. People who you don't like, those people have rights too because, believe me, there's plenty of people who won't like you and they could paint you in a very bad light anytime they want. They could concoct all sorts of stories and then what would you do? So you have to be able to protect people's rights. And the general principle that went on in this case that was just so insane, there are so many things wrong with it. Like I said, if you're interested, I, I, I had not followed the case really at all back years ago when he was being brought up. I just didn't care. If it's in the news all the time running like that, I just assume there's so many loads of shit and layers of bullshit involved in it that I'm never going to be able to sort it out. And I don't have any firsthand knowledge. I would agree that whenever you have this many women coming forward, it's eh, probably a bad dude. But there's also a huge number of uh, gold digging kinds of people who come out of the woodwork to just make some money. But the basic problem with the case is that back in 2004 or 2005, came forward with these allegations and the DA looked at them. First of all, he determined that it had been a almost a full year, I think, since the woman had supposedly had this incident where Cosby gave her a couple of pills and then she woke up kind of disheveled and she wasn't sure what had happened and the DA looked into it and Cosby really pretty much cooperated. I'm not going to say it was full cooperation, but there was a lot of cooperation with the DA. And what the DA determined was that the case was chock full of problems in that the woman's testimony had a lot of contradictions, the different kinds of statements she'd given to the DA and the police over a long period of time, over a year, and then even more after that, had a lot of contradictions and inconsistencies. There was a huge delay in reporting it. All the kind of typical problems you have with a case like that when the person doesn't go in right away and complain because you can't collect forensic evidence. They did issue a search warrant for his place when they found out about it. They couldn't find any corroborating uh, evidence with regards to like roofie drugs or anything else in his place. And so what the DA determined was that, yes, there's smoke, but we don't have a case and we're never going to have a case. It's a total impossibility to create a case that could ever convict this guy of these crimes beyond a reasonable doubt. It's just not even a close call. It's a slam dunk loser. We will never win this case. That's what the DA determined. And what he suggested, I don't even know if it was a great idea, it seems to me kind of, uh, even this is a little bit fishy, but basically suggested that the woman pursue him civilly and they would, in effect, give him a guarantee that they're not going to prosecute the guy because they don't have a case. And the reason you have to have that is because in a civil case, you don't get the right to take the Fifth Amendment if there are no criminal implications. If you can't be potentially 
incriminating yourself into criminal charges, then the Fifth Amendment doesn't apply. So what the situation was is that in order to get civil deposition testimony out of Cosby so that the lady might be able to reach a settlement, which she did. She got millions of dollars. Uh, from what I can tell, she got millions of dollars and it's the typical kind of deal. Before she could ever have that happen, she has to be able to get his testimony and get to trial. And so the only way that can happen is if he gets a guarantee that there aren't going to be any criminal charges and he's off the hook. So he went and he testified actually four different depositions in the civil case. And he gave a lot of testimony. He admitted to doing all sorts of different things. None of the charges that she alleged, unlike people say, did he admit to. That's not true. Yeah, he admitted to doing some other things that are definitely suspicious and fishy, but the statute run on them long ago, and they certainly weren't admitting to rape or any of this other crap. So, yes, some admissions came out, some bad stuff. She got a nice settlement, and then years and years went past, and another DA came in. And this DA came in and obviously had a bunch of uh, political aspirations. She reopened the case. And when she reopened the case, the previous DA... And her had email exchanges, and I think they even had a couple of phone calls, but there were clear email exchanges as well, where the previous DA who'd said, no, this isn't going to happen, said, what are you doing? Um, I'd made it clear, you know, you can't go forward. This, this guy has got immunity on this. And they simply had a disagreement. And I think it was obviously a bullshit disagreement. And it, I think it's been borne out by the fact that this DA who reopened it then later went on to become a judge. So now you might get a DA like that, a piece of crap like that, sitting on the bench. And that's the kind of experience I've had with these judges. So then they went forward with this criminal prosecution of the guy under circumstances where everybody had been operating under the expectation and belief that he could not be criminally charged as a result. So in effect, the state reneged on the deal. And that was the fundamental issue in the case was whether or not the state had reneged on its decision and therefore removed his ability to take the Fifth Amendment privilege against testimony and then had in effect used all of that testimony to convict him. What the state had done is through trickery and deceit and all sorts of other crap and changing out the DAs and playing word games had tricked the man who was fully lawyered up, of course, into giving up his Fifth Amendment rights. Well, that's, that's a pretty serious matter. People want to run around and claim this is a technicality. Every single constitutional right you have is a technicality. It has nothing to do with the fundamental facts of the case, right? It has nothing to do with them. It has to do with whether or not you have to testify. It has to do with whether or not there was a valid search warrant. It has to do with whether or not the evidence can be brought into the court because of a so-called violation of your rights. Those are all, quote, technicalities. You see what I'm saying? So the idea that this was a technicality, oh, it's just a technicality. Every constitutional right you have is a technicality. <laughs> so what ends up happening is that I think from reading the facts of the case, there was multiple different semi-mistakes that went on in that his original lawyers back on the civil case and the kind of the original criminal case, they really didn't get it locked down well enough. There were loopholes 
the way the statutes for immunity statutes and requirements to testify statutes versus what actually went on. There were some minor discrepancies, and I think they should have tightened it down more. But I'm definitely not saying the lawyers screwed it up. They didn't. I think it's me personally, I would have known that no, every single I, every single T in a thousand different ways needs to be crossed and dotted and everything else on this thing. But what they'd gotten certainly appears to have been more than sufficient, which is a written public statement from the DA's office basically saying, look, this thing can never be charged. He's off the hook and now he has to testify. Publicly stated and then in writing. It's true that there's a line or two in there that if you pull out and you read in separate, okay, maybe there could be something. But the bottom line is that's what happened. See, that's what happened. They had the deal, and they relied on that deal. And they went out and testified in good faith in the civil case, and it went forward and everything else. And what people are pissed about is that, well, Bill Cosby's a bad guy. He's a bad guy. He got off. He got off because of the result of this Supreme Court Pennsylvania decision, blah, blah, blah. No. Nothing would have ever happened if there hadn't been this agreement. He never would have testified. There never would have been a civil case, and there never could have been a criminal case. And if they charged him, it never would have gone anywhere. That's what what the alternative would have been. And to be in favor of having this not go this way, to be upset about this outcome, is to say that you're upset that somebody's constitutional rights were upheld because you don't like the guy. And I saw all sorts of stuff when I posted this on Twitter about, oh, there's plenty of indication of criminal activity, as though that's the standard. Are you going to get convicted now and go to prison for a plenty of indication? Is that the standard now, whether there's plenty of indication? No, it's beyond a reasonable doubt. And beyond a reasonable doubt is an extremely high standard. See, it's supposed to be a really high standard. If you're sitting in the chair and you've been wrongly accused, you better damn well believe you want that reasonable doubt and you want every single right you supposedly have enforced. And the reason this case is such a classic example of the abuse of the system is that the DAs and the judges who abuse his rights, and there's way more issues, way more issues in there regarding evidence that was allowed in that was clearly in violation, but it was... The original claim about the fact that the Fifth Amendment had been violated was so egregious at the Supreme Court's opinion, which I think they're right about, that they don't even have to reach the questions about all the inadmissible evidence that was brought in that made the trial unfair. In effect, they were just saying you couldn't have a trial. (laughs) You weren't allowed to charge the man like this. It wasn't a matter of the trial was unfair. It was a matter of you're not allowed to charge the man. You said you weren't going to, and the only reason you were able to go back on that is because a new DA came in, and that's not acceptable. That's not the way the system works. When a DA makes an unequivocal statement like he did, and he was actually deposed later about this exact same matter, and the DA made it clear that, no, he can never be charged. That's the position of the state of Pennsylvania. Okay, well, that's it. You can rely on it. If that DA has overstepped his uh, authority, it doesn't go to the deal. That man needs to go to prison for overstepping his authority. He needs to be sanctioned. He needs to lose his law license for overstepping his authority. You can't go back on a deal. He is, at minimum, he has agency authority, apparent agency authority. Oh, well, it didn't have a statute this and statute constitution that. Bullshit. The stuff can be made to say anything. His position was unequivocal. If there was a problem with that deal, then that falls on the DA who made that deal, not on the defendant who relied upon the deal the DA made. Hi, it's Legal Man. I hope you're enjoying the show. 
If you appreciate the unique insight and information I provide, then go over to my Patreon account for The Quash and become a member. I have bonus shows and material, early access, and it's a good place to meet like-minded people. I have people ask me all the time, what can we do, legal men? (laughs) Well, start by voting with your pocketbook. It's the only vote that really counts. Support things that tell people the truth. Getting people to understand the truth is the only solution we have to this insanity. Look, I get it. There are a lot of people who can't afford to support my show with money. But there are a lot of people who can. And if you can and you like the show, you should support it. That's what free markets look like. The people running this scam, they have unlimited funding. I don't have support of that system. In fact, I get harassed because I tell people the truth that they don't want the people to know. So we have to stick together. So go sign up. Now let's get back to the show. If there was a problem with that deal, then that falls on the DA who made that deal, not on the defendant who relied upon the deal the DA made. There's no way that can make sense. You can't punish the citizen who relies on what the state is saying. It doesn't make sense because ultimately the same thing I'm telling you again and again, and that is there is no case, there is no conviction, there is no anything against Bill Cosby if They don't have this original scammed up deal that they tried to go back on. They never could have gotten it. They did plenty of investigating before. And like, well, you think the DA wouldn't want to try to nail Bill Cosby? He would have. But he said, look, we didn't have the evidence. So he said, look, our best chance is a civil case. And then 10 years later, some politically motivated DA decides to go after him and just completely screwed him over. And so did the trial court. After he's convicted, the guy's been sitting in prison because he hasn't been able to get bail based on this. And what happened? It turned out the entire court decision was so fucking screwed up, so wrong, such a gross violation of his rights that the court not only overturned it, said can't happen. They made it very clear you can never charge this man again in Pennsylvania. It's done. But what did the DA risk? Nothing. See, nothing doesn't risk anything personally at all. What does the trial court risk for violating this man's rights? Nothing, nothing at all. Oh, well, good. Bill Cosby got what he deserved. Well, you keep ignoring the point I'm making. What if it's an innocent person being treated like this? Well, then that's a different matter. Okay, right, so you're already convicting him. The entire purpose of the system is to make sure you're innocent until proved guilty by the state. And the state couldn't do it under the rules the state set. I don't understand. It's just like bad speech. You're all for the First Amendment, unless the speech is a certain kind of speech I don't like. Now, then we need to have exceptions. It's the same as this. It's the same as this. Like I said, there's so many issues in the case, so many issues in the case. But the bottom line on the case is that it's a classic example of the state bearing absolutely no risk. The actors of the state, the DAs and the judges who railroaded this guy by abusing his rights, They risk absolutely nothing personally, nothing at all. And this is a great example of what happens because the system's set up like that. And imagine, just imagine if they'll do this to a public figure. And I don't don't care if you guys believe he's, oh, it's a Masonic ritual and he never even had a trial. He never had any convictions. Okay, whatever. Those things are irrelevant. they, They don't matter. I'm trying to make a point with regards to the fact that when you look at a situation like this, imagine if you're not loaded like Bill Cosby and the state decides to fuck you around like they did him. <laughs> you're going to prison, man, and you're never getting out. And that happens all 
the time. See, all the time. Imagine if the state is willing to do this in such a public manner. What do you think they're doing when the spotlight's not on them? (laughs) And now that person has been advanced up and is sitting as a judge. Think about the judge themselves. What an insult that is to some kind of swearing to uphold somebody's rights. Where's the justice in any of this? If you take over and you get a problem with a deal with previous DA set, how does that mean that you get to go back on it? What kind of mindset is that? Why wouldn't the answer be, well, the problem is you need to go after the DA who made the deal and get them sanctioned, have their bar license yanked if they overstep their authority? That's the actual result that should occur. And everybody should learn that you can't do that. Now, I agree. that there were, Like I said, there was issues with the way the, the deal was cut that I think the lawyers could have tightened up, but in no way does it overcome the unbelievable abuse that went on in this case by the state against Bill Cosby. And what's happened is it's very clear that people hate Bill Cosby now because they always believe the women and they all, there's so many women that came out and so many, well, maybe, I don't know, maybe some of them are true, maybe some of them weren't. Even the facts of this original case is the woman kept hanging out with him. It wasn't like she was so horrified that she went in the next day and called the police. Nothing like that happened. She kept seeing him, kept seeing him in private situations. He kept helping her out. These Hollywood celebrity-ish things, you have to remember, these are sycophantic hangers-on looking for some stuff from them as well. There's abuse going both ways. That doesn't mean it justifies somebody drugging and raping someone, but there's not even any indication in this case that that happened with her. She has no idea what happened. There's no forensic evidence for it. It's, it's really, I don't understand why people can't sort these things out. Whether he's the worst guy in the world doesn't matter. He's still entitled to rights. There's no point having rights. If, if, when they get violated, everyone just says, oh, well, he's a bad guy anyway. <laughs> uh, it's just funny to me. I mean, I don't know. I, I, there's so many issues in the case, like I said, with regards to how outrageous the behavior is by the judge that I don't even think it's a close call. And even though I could care less about Bill Cosby and I don't really even have an opinion about the man, uh, I do know this, that when the state runs this far amok and is willing to be this brazen in its violations, Uh, That's very dangerous. And what people need to understand is this goes on every single day down there in criminal courts buildings all over the United States. All over the United States. This is the insane, power-hungry nonsense that goes on and people run around and call the justice system. So, all right. Well, I'm near the end of the show here, so I'm going to wrap it up. And I'm going to continue in my Patreon to talk a little bit more about the case. But I hope that I've been able to make clear to you that, like I said, if you want to read the case, you can. There's a bunch of other issues in there, but ultimately they don't matter much. The bottom line is what I've already given you. And I know that probably pisses people off. And that's what I do. I, apparently, I just, that's just my lot in life. I'm here to piss people off. <laughs> We live in such a narcissistic fantasy land that people are not willing to face facts. So, all right. Well, that's it. If you want to follow me, I'm Legal Man at U.S. Law Review on Twitter. And you can listen to my shows. I've got a lot of free shows out there, tons. I make a couple shows every week, plus bonus materials and stuff. And I don't put them all out in public, but 
I put the rest of them in my Patreon account, and I really appreciate the people who are in there and support me because I spent a lot of time on the show, and I enjoy having them in there. And, you know, it's it's nice to know that there's people who support my work, so they really want to hear the truth. And, uh, you know, I don't know, a lot of people may not know this, but I've been cast as Mr. Jones in the upcoming movie, The Jones Plantation, and... I'm really excited about it. It's a great project. It's going to be a project for really, truly the freedom, liberty movement. And we're going to shoot it in September. It should be out by the end of the year, early next year. Hope everybody supports it. Go check it out. And I'm excited about that project. I really am. So, okay. Well, that's it. Thanks so much. You guys have been a great audience. Everybody have a nice night or day wherever you are. Take care. Thank you, everybody. Let's put your hands together one more time for Legal Man.